Welcome back to episode 224, Two Drunk Brothers and a Podcast. Got a huge episode coming at you guys today. We're going to talk, obviously, about all the nonsense that's going on in the college football playoff world. We're going to do NFL head coaching hot seat, NFL MVP talk. We're going to play a little game, uh, name that school. We'll explain a little bit later. Uh, maybe touch on the Army-Navy game this weekend, then we're going to roll into our NFL picks for the weekend. So we got a lot coming to you guys. Uh, we were close to a really good NFL slate last weekend. We still ended up in the positive college football um, just about everything that we had predicted went the opposite way. A couple bad beats. With that being said, boys, how's it going? And what are we drinking tonight? Uh, I got myself a little whiskey sour going here. Um, ooh, the ooh. place that I went to, the liquor store, had a gentleman's jack and whiskey sour combination that you could buy. So I went ahead and bought it. And I even dipped a little egg white in the uh, in the mixture. And it tastes Fantastic. True old fashioned. True old fashioned. True whiskey sour. No, whiskey sour. <laughs> sorry. So I you can like, tell hey. I I have already had five bush lights tonight. Uh and I'm drinking whiskey. And I got a little coffee zinachino in the uh in the in, in the bottom <laughs> deck. So I'm feeling fucking See, great. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun one. I can only do the coffee ones when I'm driving uh for a little buzz. I can't do it when I'm drinking other stuff, so no, I can't either, but this is all I have. I have the citrus, and I have yeah, the coffee. Me as well. I have the exact same two in my truck right now. <laughs> I wish I had the more of the chill, but I'm out of the chill. So, And that's called addiction, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> exactly. All right. So let's just d- dive right into everything going on. I feel like this is going to get not heated, but a little conflicting here. College football yep. playoff. Uh, the big, the largest elephant in the room, Florida State, not making it in. And I'm going to just jump right in and say, I'm sick of hearing all the whining about it. Um, get over it, your team. It's justified. It's justified, your, though. I'm sorry. Your team it's justified. Does not. Justified. Okay. They will get. They would have gotten was nasty. Defense is nasty. They would I think I think of all the four teams, they would have got that four seed, they would have competed with Michigan. I can promise you that. No. Because that, de- that defense, Michigan that defense is next caliber. By double digits. Right. And here's the hot take. I know we did our hot takes last week. Every single team in the top ten beats this Florida State team. Right now, yeah. Probably, but it's, I mean, it's why I don't you know, I don't know. Maybe not yeah. everyone, but but everyone um, in the top ten. But I think the argument and that the reason that the like the backlash, I guess you could say, is justified is because there's nothing else they could have done. And I think that that's where if you're like if we I, I just sure and put it in your picture, like if if you're Mizzou and you're Mizzou fans and they go undefeated, win the SEC and I get it, it's the SEC. It would never happen to us. But if we were undefeated, won the SEC championship game and they were like, oh, you lost Brady Cook, like, sorry, like you're out of it, we would be up in arms so yeah i understand where they're coming from because you can't win more games than they already won you can't you beat two sec teams on your schedule that you had um i can see why they're upset but at the same time i think the counter argument is were they one of the best four teams to put in and right now no and i think that's what the college football playoff looks like. so so i'm gonna i'm gonna interject right there because the precedent my problem is okay fine then they are not one of the best four teams i will say that out loud i'll say that out loud 
my problem is the precedent has already been set because the year they sent fucking Cincinnati to the playoff, Cincinnati was not one of the best four teams. They sent them there because they went 14-0 or 13-0, whatever the hell they did, had an impressive run in their conference. Like, you know what? Let's give them a shot. The precedent has already been set that if you go undefeated and win your conference championship, especially if you're power five, you, you go. got to do it. To, so, you got to do what you got to do to make altercations and fix it. It wasn't, if my understanding, but why fix it this year? Game, right? Why fix it this year? Why fix it? Because this year? We're going to a 12-team they would have gotten blown year. out. Anyway, you say people say, what more could they have done? They did everything they could. Wrong. They were struggling against a Florida team who is not even bowl eligible. They were trailing with seven minutes left in that game with their backup quarterback. Uh, it needed a late fourth quarter comeback to just beat them. And then they come out and have one of the worst ACC conference championship games in the last 20 years this is the lowest winning scoring team in the ACC championship game since 2006. If they would have come out and put up 40 points on Louisville, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue against yes. that, but I think the counter argument to it, is that they still managed to win with their second string and then their third string quarterback. And I think that that yeah. was like a test of how teams, good their team is. Other teams put up better, a better game and better performances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That weekend for sure. Them. And also at yeah. the end of the day, there is literally not a worse year that this could have happened to Florida State because of how good the competition was around it. I think, I think that is something that people are forgetting if, too, is that had this happened last year, they probably would have been it. But I mean, if, this year, there's seven teams that were deserving to get into this. If Texas beats Oklahoma State by, like we had talked about, less than yep. seven, we're not having this conversation. If Alabama doesn't beat Georgia, we're not having this well, conversation. Well, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I don't know, yeah. man. I, th- I think they, I think they would have snuck Ohio State in there. They dropped no, Texas Ohio was in State regardless with though. that. Like, yeah, Texas no, was I, in I regardless. Know. I'm talking about. I'm talking about if Alabama would have lost to Georgia. I think they would have jumped. They would have bumped Ohio State up. Mm, not a team who or, didn't play. I would have been okay. Okay. Been so here, here here's my thought. Asinine. I think Florida State is a better. Not right now. Currently, with their roster, with their third string quarterback, whatever. I think their roster, their talent they have on the defensive side of the ball and their offensive line is better than Washington, in my opinion. On the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Yeah, but Washington <laughs> has one of the best offenses in the nation. So uh um, we'll see. I think I think Washington's gonna get their fucking taint smacked <clears throat> by Texas. Well, I, and that's that's actually we'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um yeah. but one one thing no, Ethan, really I, just, I, I want I want to hear what, what Ethan had to say first. He's, all I was, was all I was gonna say was, you know, the only counter argument, not counter argument, the the counterpoint, I guess, because you were talking about people getting blown out. I actually think this college football playoff semifinals, both of the games are going to be really oh, good. I think, gonna... I think as far as matchups, they got, they got two exactly. phenomenal matchups, but and... you could be right. And they could blow the doors off of, off of uh, what's their faces. Washington. The last Washington, the last college football playoff with four teams um, is one of the, and this is one of the best brackets I think we've seen in a while. I think they're going to be, I think looking at the game standpoint, they have the possibility to be two incredible games. It's you probably throw Florida probably State in there. Michigan rolls that Florida State offense. I don't care what you say; they score under ten points. Probably I think. 40. I think it's a defense. I think it's. I think it's a boring game. I think it's a defensive struggle. I think it would have been like a seventeen to six game or something like that. Michigan wins, but I, I think 
this to your guys' point, the matchup wise, I think that's where they're going for. They're like, okay, Michigan's are one. What can we who can we put in that four slot to challenge Michigan? And we saw the reaction from the Michigan alumni and everyone in that room when they got to play Alabama, like they were fucking bummed. Um, I think this is the best matchups. It's kind of kind of almost poetic because the fir- outside of the first year when Ohio State had a Cardell Jones made that run and, and won, this is the best matchup since that first year we had the college football playoff, in my opinion. And that's the that's the big argument too is like, well, they put Ohio State in with their third string quarterback in, in that year, yada yada yada. But Cardell Jones came in and looked phenomenal before I'll, the playoff. Also, our buddy Sean made a good point in our group chat. He said that that year they jumped the Big Twelve co champions because Big Twelve didn't have a championship game. If Big Twelve would have had a championship game that year, I think that Ohio State wouldn't have gotten it. Well, there you go. My my biggest point or argument about not even argument, but something that's just pissing me off. Ron DeSantis came out. Did you guys see this? Oh my god. Came out and asked for one million dollars to let Florida State sue the college football committee for them getting excluded. Give me a fucking break. I think the worst part about that is he's asking for money. Bro, if you're if you're so worried about it, you use the money that you've made and assume yourself. Yeah, you don't, I mean, act like just, you don't have money. Like one of the, the craziest best. things, too. Sorry to cut you off, but I and I, I guess I'm in the minority about this because this is something that we talked about last week was Georgia losing. We didn't think they were going to drop out. If this yeah. was any other week in the season, Georgia losing by three points to number eight Alabama, they, they maybe drop two spots. Four. They maybe drop two spots. I could literally have seen them if there was if this was like week eight dropping from one to two, like. Not, not even kidding. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved to see them put like some kind of an action in place. But like, you know, we're just gonna go. We're gonna go to twelve this year, actually. Instead, uh, no, that's what I'm saying. It would have been so cool. I know they can't do that, but having like an emergency twelve team playoff because yeah, there's so many good teams in place for that. Right. So <laughs> the many best, good the teams. The best thing. The, the best thing I saw because ultimately, let's be honest. Unless you're a, a program like Mizzou, who really, who's never, who like wants to win a New Year's Six Bowl, they don't get to go all all, all that often. The best thing I saw was like if Florida State like really wants to like give it a big fuck you to like everybody, it's like travel the game, participate in all the pregame festivities, like do all the media, go out there, warm up, and then just come out there and be like, Yeah, we're not gonna play. We're, just, <laughs> we're not gonna that play. Would today. Be wild. You know, and that then, would be and wild. That would be and stupid then, on their part because if they're ever number 10, 11, or 12 dump their ass actually well i'll give you i'll give you a bigger reason why that would be dumb i think it'd be hilarious but why it would be dumb is i don't know if you saw the graphic but um as of now the entire i think it was top 12 outside of florida state is either a big 10 or an sec school and so they need to be shopping themselves to a different conference if they want to compete in the future um and if they go out and make themselves look like clowns no conference is going to want them so yeah um, florida state and clemson should be looking to go to the sec yep. the, the rivalry is already there with them and with florida state and florida and clemson and south carolina and yep. i think i think that's only a matter of time before those two are, are in the sec yeah <clears throat> for sure but at the end of the day i don't think that they looked impressive enough impressive enough to make it um they looked depressed enough for me to to win my Florida State money line bet, which that's all I really give a shit about. So that's for and that's the thing too. Going into that game, all games were done. If you're Norvell, you have got to have at least thought, "Hey guys, 
we got to semi put a shit pumping on this team. Like, I mean, I said to me, to me, out Oklahoma State, you you knew that there were a possibility of teams jumping to go out and play yeah. that stinker of a game. I, I, to be fair, you, I think you got to give Louisville credit. I mean, Louisville, their quarterback's fucking horrendous too. But, um, <laughs> I mean, they they came out there and they they gave it to them. I mean, they're like, hey, we're going to try to spoil your party. In my opinion, I think it would be much easier if they would have just lost. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I uh, I, yeah. I hate that the last last year is going to be marked by this, but this just goes to show that like, the twelve team that we're moving to next year is what needs to be done because really, if you look outside outside twelve, thirteen, fourteen don't belong. I don't even know who's twelve right now. I don't even know who who's like ten, eleven, twelve outside. Uh, Ole Miss, Tulane, or Oklahoma? It's Oklahoma because Ole no. Miss is eleven, Penn State's ten, Mizzou's nine. Tulane, I believe Tulane's twelve. Tulane, well, dropped. Tulane, Tulane yeah. lost their fucking competition yeah, Tula- game, bro. Tulane's not even in the top. Oh, 25. you are right. You are right. You are. Yeah. Right. It is yeah. Oklahoma now. Sorry, but no was, matter what, I was, thinking, I was playoff, thinking of all the brackets I saw before the uh, conference yeah. championship league. But no it's matter me, what, yes. a twelve-team playoff, uh, the one of the group of five conference champions makes it in like that is something they yeah. wrote into it so, so it, it pro- probably would have been liberty over oklahoma which i'm okay with because i don't think oklahoma deserves to be there this year um yep. so yeah i mean it's well, then you got it's lsu fans up in arms they're 13 <laughs> yeah. well, I, I, this don't, is the last point the last games. point that i was going to make is going to 12 teams isn't going to change this there's still going to be debate next year somebody will get snubbed it, it's just it is what it is at the end of the day who cares though the top 12 best teams make it in and if you think you're one of them you fight for that spot, th- and if you don't make it, you don't make it. I think you have a lot less argument at twelve because any like if you look outside of twelve, like you're, you're looking at teams with like three losses. And then I think, if, in my opinion, like to going forward now, every single year when you go into it as a Power Five school, not or Power Four now because no more Pac twelve. You go into it, and you're an ACC school, an SEC school, Big Ten, um, and uh, Big, 12. Big Twelve. You know, like hey, if we go ten and two, even if we don't make the conference championship game. We have probably a good ninety percent chance to make the college football playoff. Like that's that's the reality there. Say for a couple of teams like going bananas and, and ape shit, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I I don't I don't disagree with the decision. I, I see as someone Florida who's State's not as someone who's not argument. a fan of Florida State and or Loma Florida State. Um, I agree. If this was Mizzou, I'd be a little mad too. But little looking bullshit. outside <laughs> in, outside in. I like the decision. Absolutely. I would not have tuned in to that Michigan Florida State game. I would not have. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yep. And they will make a lot more money by doing so. And everyone's like, oh, it's financial. It's a money grab. It's a money grab. Obviously. You mean to tell to me that, that I could have X amount of millions of dollars by letting Alabama play Michigan or significantly less by getting Florida State in? Yeah. And I pray to God that Saban takes down that fucking weasel hardball. That's all I got to say right there. <laughs> I think I we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. Um, <clears throat> don't think it's going to happen. As a matter of fact, everyone is hammering Alabama, and I don't know why, but we'll see. We'll talk about that, like I said, in uh, what, a couple of weeks, two weeks? Yep. 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 Yeah. Three, probably. So, yeah, honestly. Yeah, we'll record that the 27th. So mm-hmm. we are going to roll into our next game. All right. <clears throat> so our game this week is going to be a new one. Insert the 19th new game we've played. It's going to be named their school. 
So we are doing we we do we kind of narrowed it down to where we're only going to be able to list off an NFL and NBA players because obviously I don't even know how many NHL players went to college, um, and then MLB was too tough. So we're doing NFL, NBA. <clears throat> we're doing five rounds. We named three players. They could be a mixture or they could be just the one sport that all went to a certain college or school. We got to name that school. We can ask for a hint, in which case that does not flip it back on the person giving out the hint if we get it right. And then uh, we'll kind of see where the shots lead us, how, think, how things go. I think that if you get it wrong um, and then they can – or sorry, if they get it right and then they can tell us all three teams these individuals play for, Ooh. then the shot goes back to them. Yeah. Unless you give the hint and the hint is what team they play for, then they're not allowed to. But Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's start. Uh, who wants to kick it off? We'll let Ethan, because this was his idea. Absolutely. All right, boys. Uh, to kick it right off, I've got you, Alan Lazard, David Montgomery, and Taylor Horton Tucker, NBA player. Yeah, I knew he's an NBA player. Alan Lazard and David Montgomery is what I'm focusing on. Oh, fuck. I have zero idea, so I'm already leaning towards a hint. <laughs> like, I, oh, I literally don't know. For a second. I know it because I think Lazard and Montgomery played on the team at the same time in college. Um. I'll I'll lean the hint too, so we can't we can't turn our back our back around on Ethan. Okay. I hope this is a good hint. It may not be. I hope you guys know where this person went. Um, Alan Lazard's teammate Brees Hall went to this college. Oh, okay. It is Iowa State. Yes, it is. Nicely done. Horton Tucker. Yeah, I remember him playing there too. Okay. I'll take a drink for that. I'm not going to take a shot. I don't know why, but I've always known where Alan Lazard went to college. And like, I, I have zero I clue, not. even with him being on the Packers. And I was like, that was as soon Obviously, as I thought of this idea, I was like, I'm going to use Alan Lazard because Iowa State seems kind of obscure. So I, I, uh, I was thinking West Coast school, West Coast school. All right. Uh, I'll go next. We got uh, Jerome Ford, Sauce Gardner, and Alec Pierce. Cincinnati. It is Cincinnati. Glad you knew yes. it because I actually did not. <laughs> it is Cincinnati. So mine get mine go from easiest to hardest. That was the so <laughs> save your shot just in case we get a ton wrong. Just just mark a tally down that that you may have to owe a shot. Cool. Okay. Cool. 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 Gotcha. All right. <clears throat> just in case, like we go, oh, like all of us go for five. We'll figure out a way to even it out at the end. You want to turn um, it back on him though and tell him what teams they played for, or they currently play for. To give him a shot, I and mean, that's easy. Oh, you got it right. Oh yeah. No, like I, you turn uh, around, you tell him what Colts, um, Jets, and who'd you say the, the last player was? Jerome Ford. Browns. Okay. Nice. So I'll All go right. and take one of you. It's a little easier for well, NFL. Well, I would wait. NBA. Okay. <laughs> I would wait. Okay. Just wait. Okay. <laughs> I don't want us all to take <laughs> seven shots, so just wait. Yeah. Okay. Fair. And we could spread them out throughout the rest of the episode if we need. Okay, I'm going to go. It is Isaiah Pacheco, Tyler Croft, and Gus Edwards. 
Why do I, I this is not my official guess, but why do I feel like Isaiah Pacheco went to Rutgers? He did go to Rutgers. He did go to Rutgers. Is that our he final answer? To, he did go to Rutgers. Nice. Yeah. Good good call, Ethan. Hey, that I was just, that was teamwork. That was you were that saying was like, yourself, but as soon as you said it, I, was I like, don't know why, play. but I was like, he feels like a big ten player. Um so, so Pacheco is Chiefs. Geez. Croft is I don't he's know if Miami. He's anymore. He's my he's Miami. He's Miami. Tyler Croft's in Miami, right? Are you asking? I'm, I'm asking Ethan. I think he's in Miami. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I I know he played for the Bengals. So um, so we'll, we'll, we'll pin that one. Who's 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 the last one? Gus Edwards. Uh, he plays for he plays, Baltimore. He so. plays for the uh, injured reserve. Is who he plays for. Yeah, constantly. <laughs> I'm 99% sure that Croft is on Miami's roster. So I'm locking in the Dolphins. Thought that would get you. Nice. Yeah, I would have said Bengals. I would have said Bengals. So that's why why we're tallying shots. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. (laughs) Maybe it'll just be drinks by the end of this because we might have like 10 apiece. Um, All right. DJ Moore, Darnell Savage, Kevin Horter, Maryland. This was one of mine. Damn it. Okay, where did they go? To, so, where do they currently play, I guess? DJ Moore, <laughs> Bears, Darnell Savage, Packers. What was the last one? Kevin Horder. Oh, this is not some no name. Oh. What'd you say? Hawks. No. No, no, no. It, it is, is Kings. Yep. There you go. Sacramento Kings. There we go. Okay. <clears throat> Baller this so, year. So Ethan, Ethan's got one. So I'll have All to right. change one of mine. Okay, so Travis will have to scramble for one. I'll go to my next one. We got LaVisca Chenault, Chidobi Awuzie, and David Bakhtiari. Dude. Colorado. Travis is right. It's Colorado. Travis God just knew all these. God you see, Travis is like, it's going to be too easy, and I'm out here like, who the fuck? <laughs> Travis, which which one gave it away? Was it was it, was it, was it Chenault? Yeah, I yeah. Knew I followed him in college. Um, so who do you play for now? Plays for oh fuck yeah, because he doesn't play. Can't still be the Jags. No, no, it is. Man, um, who are the other two? First of all, well, Bakhtiari plays for the injured reserve as well, but the Packers. Um, Shadobia Wuzie. Is he on the Titans right now? No. He's on the he's on the Bengals. The Bengals? Am I, oh, am I thinking of uh Yeah, he's on the Bengals. Ojigbo? Who's who's yeah. the tight end for the is it Ojigbo? Yeah, Ojigbo, yeah. But yeah. um yeah, Ouzier is on the Bengals. So you got Bakhtiari in the Packers, Ouzier on so the So LaVisca Chenault. Seen him catch a pass this year. I don't know if he's going. <laughs> yeah, I've seen him in a game. I'm leaning the Southern no. team. I almost said the Eagles. For some reason I felt like maybe he found his Just way there. Throw something out there. Um dude. I'm blanking. I'm blanking right. hard. Five, yep. four, three, two, the Texans. One. Ravens. <laughs> Nope, he's back on the Panthers this year. Panthers. Huh. 
He got drafted by him, traded away, and now he's back. Nice. Good for him. So I, don't, I guess I don't take a shot. I don't think take take a shot there. Thank God. All right. Okay. Travis. Nico Collins, Duncan Robinson, Rashawn Gary. Michigan. Yeah, it is Michigan. I love me some Rashawn Gary. I uh, hated Nico the pick Collins. when he drafted him. That's the only reason I know he's from Michigan, but I love it yeah. now. Texans, um, Heat, and Packers, obviously. Wouldn't have gotten the other two. Yeah. But I did not know where Duncan Robinson or uh, – Duncan Robinson, I remember, I remember him playing that in the Final Four. I was Before he said Michigan, I was trying to rack. So like, I remember Duncan Robinson playing in the Final Four. So, all right. That was that right. two shots in. Here we go. Jamison Crowder, Marvin Bagley Jr., and Brandon Ingram. Uh, Brandon Ingram with his Duke, right? Wait. More Brandon Ingram, Marvin. No, is UNC? Thank you, yep. UNC. Who, oh. Who's the NFL player? I, I need you guys to agree on something before I. Can. I know, I know. Who's the NFL player? <laughs> Jamison Crowder. I think it's Duke, bro. Marvin Bagley. Okay. Jared saved you. It was indeed Duke. I know. But yeah. You guys had the right blue blood territory. Yeah. Area. I yeah. was hoping that Bagley and Ingram would throw you off because they feel like Kentucky players, and I don't know why. Um, they do. And they feel I like California scum. I, I thought that that's who you were going to go with, and when Travis said Kentucky, I was like, yes, I got him. But – um, no. Yes, it is Duke. All right, now who do they currently play for? So the NBA players, I'm fucked on, but I know who's the who's the NFL player again? Jamison Crowder. Jamison Crowder. Is he still in Washington? Marvin Bag- Jamison Crowder. No, is he in, is he in New York? Is he on the Jets? I don't know, man. I have no. I this, this is the yes. One I'm not we'll gonna- go Jets. Bagley, I believe, plays for the. Kings. Yeah, Who's that sounds one? right. Uh, first of all, you're over two. That's okay. Okay, um, Brandon doesn't matter. So <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, I will tell you really fast though. Jamison Crowder is back on the Commanders after okay. being drafted by them. Similar left, went to the Jets, the Bills actually for a while, and he's back on the Commanders. Marvin Bagley is now with the Pistons, and Never Brandon did. Ingram. Is um, still with the Pelicans, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. So I guess I guess I'm up. It is you. Yep. Juan Soto to the Yankees. Officially now. Go figure. All right. Um, I got uh, Nick Westbrook Akine, Roger okay. Saffel, and Caleb Jones. Also, oh, yeah, I don't know two of those people, but oh, I know Nick Westbrook Akine. You don't know who Caleb, Caleb Jones plays for the Packers. He must fucking sit the bench ride the pine because I don't know who that is. All right, I'll find. I'll, 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 no, no, I'll no find you're good. No, 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 you're fine. You're, you're fine. There's no reason to change it now. We still got Nick Westbrook Akine, who I feel and like Roger, I Roger Saffold even play anymore. Mm-hmm. He's still active. He's on. He's on well, I don't want to tell you who's, who he plays for, but uh, I feel like it's a Big Ten school. Um, 
I know it is a Big Ten school. I have Roger Saffold in my brain. Well, because he's a Ram for fucking God knows how long. I know. I don't think it's it's not Ohio State. I think you're right on it being a Big Ten school, though. I will I will give you this. He is right on it being a Big Ten school. Okay. This well, is... give me no. Give me the. We'll do hints. Okay. So a hint would be I'm trying to think of something that'll lead to the college. Um, they are maroon. Oh, it's got to be Minnesota. No, they they're more like a purple. Is it Indiana? No, it's got to be. It's Minnesota. I right, we'll you guys to agree. We'll go with Minnesota. Minnesota. Ethan had it right as Indiana. Damn it. They are not maroon, Jared. <laughs> they are they maroon. Are, they are a little more red. They're more crimson, I guess you could say. But... Indiana colors are crimson and cream. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. The misleading, the misleading color. It's that was very misleading. Was um, well, bullshit. Nick Westbrook Akine still plays for the Titans. I don't even know. Yeah, I, well, you said Caleb Jones plays for the Packers, so you gave that one away. Where does Roger Saffold play? I guess he's plays for the Titans. And they both no, plays for the plays for the Jets. Mm. It's bullshit. I will, bullshit. I will. I will. I will. I will put. I will put a half a shot for me with that one because I gave a bad <laughs> clue. But my bad. All right. I will. So uh, I'm, I'm 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 three in. I have a theme for my colleges. If you guys can name the theme, I'll take a shot as well at the end. So. Okay, I don't have a okay. theme. Ready? Yep. Jack yep. Conklin, Gary Harris, and Jaron Jackson Jr. I'm so fucked. Oh, I know where Jaron Jackson Jr. played. I'm so fucked. I don't even know. Jack Conklin, he's a fucking tackle, right? <sighs> bing, bing, bing. But that's not the, the problem game we're is, playing. Is- the problem is, is, I almost said Memphis for Jaron Jackson Jr., but that's where he currently plays. Um, right? He's still with Memphis. Yeah. Um, Jaron Jackson. Ethan, this is all you. I, I'm willing to take a shot for this one because I have no. And Gary him. Harris. Gary Isn't that the motherfucker who bangs threes for the Nets at one point? I'm. I don't know why I can't think of that dude's name. I'm pretty sure that's who it is, though. Um. Here's. Here's me. Here's me. Hey. Porn shot. He's got the crown. Dude, All right, so motherfuckers, I'm going to need you to guess. All right. Um, I don't know. No, I want my hint because I have no fucking clue. Okay. I feel like Jaron Jackson yeah. Jr. played for UNC, but I'm probably wrong. So Your hint hints are so hard. Is that this college is north of Missouri. Directly north. That's unhelpful <laughs> as hell. <laughs> There's uh, a lot of places that are north, but that splits the country for you. So I think it was you north. Me a wrong color, it's so it's got it's it's got to be it's got to be it's got to be a Big Ten school again. Not because Big be Ten like or fucking Washington or Oregon. Um, true, true. Jack Conklin feels like a Wisconsin player. You know what? It could, and Gary Harris feels like a Wisconsin player. Let's just ride Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Fuck it. Michigan State. Oh, I was fucking close, dude. I I mean, we were state over, man. (laughs) State over. 
All right. So I cannot answer you, directly north. All right. <sighs> All right. I've got two more, I guess. Yep. Um, we're going to go to what I, I have now realized feels like big man university, I guess. Um, my three players are Brooke Lopez, Dalton Schultz, and Austin Hooper. Stanford. Why? Of course you would know that. Why, why wouldn't yeah. you know that? <laughs> Which one gave it away? All of them? <laughs> Dalton Schultz. Um, Dalton Schultz is. You want to know why? Because I have a rookie one. auto contenders card in a Stanford jersey. Oh, wow. Card collector. Go figure. Um, okay, Dalton well, where do they play? Dalton Schultz plays for the Texans. Texans, yeah. I knew. Who are the other Dallas ones? Immediate. Brooke Lopez, Austin Hooper. Brooke Lopez, Brooke Lopez still plays in. for the Bucks, and Austin Hooper plays. Still in the Browns? No, he's not on. Is he on the Browns? I think he's on the Browns, bro. I don't think so. He's on. It's a very tight end heavy team. Which will be the Browns because they have Njoku and they have fucking uh, Harrison I think Bryant. It's the Titans. All right, we'll go with the Titans. I think it's Browns, but it's fine. It is the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh. Raiders. Yep. All right. I, I believe Austin Hooper did play for the Titans as well, though. Titans and Browns, obviously. Yeah. But All right. Here we go. You guys ready? Yep. We got Greg Dortch, John Wolford, and Jesse Bates. John Greg is Greg Dorch a rookie or is he a second year? No, he was last year, I think. John is a West school. It's a West school. Um, I'm gonna automatically need a hint unless Ethan's got it. It doesn't sound like he does, so I uh, I don't know if it's a West school. Jesse Bates. Greg Dorch. And then who's the third one? Uh just uh John Wolford. Well, Famous Rams much. player. All right, I'll, I'll give you guys a hint. I think I know, but I need a hint to confirm. Okay. Because I don't want to take a wild guess. It is an ACC school. It's Wake Forest. It is Wake Forest, indeed. Let's Good go. Job, Good job. <laughs> Definitely not okay. West. Good okay. job. But Wolford gave okay, it away for some reason because you said so, you said Rams and like I, the colors, I think, for some reason, like clicked in my brain because they're so similar. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. So it's Rams, Cardinals, Bengals. I don't know. Is Rams, Jesse Bates Cardinals, still in the Bengals? It's Rams, Cardinals, Bengals. Uh, you're wrong because Wolford doesn't play for the Rams anymore. No, of course. <laughs> I think he's in. I think he's in Tampa Bay. Yeah, he's in Tampa Bay. Nice. Jesse Bates for play for the Bengals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Chris Middleton. Von Miller and Alex Caruso. Texas A&M. Yep, Von Miller gave it away. Yep, Von Miller. I'll be honest, I didn't All know right. any of them, but nice job. Miller, uh, Von Miller, Bills, he, who beats his pregnant, who beats pregnant people. Um, you guys Miller see that? For the IR as well. You guys see that? Yeah. Von Miller beat, beat some pregnant lady. And then, I don't know, Chris Middleton, NBA is a foreign fucking language to me. And I don't know, the, I can't remember the last one. All I heard is Von Miller and got it. Miller Alex, Caruso. Alex Caruso. He does. He plays for the Bulls now, I believe. 
Um, yes, he does play for the Bulls. Chris Middleton. Uh, the last time I remember Chris Middleton playing was was for the Bucks. Yeah, he two of those three players play for the IR. Um, but yes, cool. Okay, there you go. all right. My last team. I have Chase McLaughlin, Kirby oh, Joseph, and Devon Witherspoon. Travis is all you. I have no idea. Oh, this Illinois. two cornerbacks. Yeah, it's Illinois. Two cornerbacks and a kicker. <laughs> it was. I wanted to sneak them in there, figuring maybe you guys wouldn't know who they were. But Chase, you know, you know McLaughlin plays for the Chargers. No, 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 no. It's Austin and Jaleel McLaughlin. No, 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 is it Jaleel or Chase? Chase, no, Chase is the kicker. He got cut by the Chargers then. Now he's active though, and he's played all season for the same team. Is it? Is it New Orleans? You're in the right no, division. That's, no, that's Loopy or Will whatever Lutz. his name is. Oh, let's let's no, kick lots of in Denver. Oh yep. Jesus Christ, man! Kickers are like a carousel nowadays. McLaughlin is has to be then the right division. Um, because the Falcons is coup. Yep, Young Hui. Who's the Bucks? Who's the Bucks? Bucks. Bucks. It's Bucks. Yep, it is the Bucks. And then Kirby Joseph. They're both cornerbacks. Kirby Joseph and Devon Witherspoon. Devon Witherspoon just got drafted. And might be the defensive yeah. rookie of the year. Let's see. I don't know where he plays. No, that's not yet. No. Yeah, he's for the Seahawks. Devon yeah. Witherspoon. You yeah. got that right. Yeah. Kirby and Joseph. Kirby Joseph. Bill. Active. He's a starter. Mm-mm. NFC. I don't know. He's not taking a shot it's, for this It's yeah. the Lions. Okay. All right. Whatever. My last one. Possibly my toughest one. Trent Sherfield, Keyshawn Vaughn. And Zach Cunningham, USC. No, 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 oh, no, Keisha, no, dude. I was thinking of Keyshawn Johnson. Sorry, <laughs> and he's not even active anymore. That's why I was immediately it hasn't like, been for like ten years. <laughs> well, you 10, said Keyshawn, and I was like, "There he is. There we go." Okay, it's, my bad. It's Vandy. Not what I was guessing then. It is Vandy. What? What, what gave away there, Travis? Zach Cunningham. Yep. Nice former Rams legend. Uh, well then, Keyshawn J- Keyshawn Vaughn still plays for no. Does he still play for the Bucks? No, Keyshawn Vaughn plays. Yeah, we'll go. Yeah, he's the backup to Rashad White, I believe. Bucks. Mm-hmm. Cunningham's Titans. Mm-hmm. And who was the last one? Trent Sherfield. Trent Sherfield. He plays for the Bills. Two out of three is not bad. Uh, Zach Cunningham's actually on the Eagles. Um, he's bounced around then. All right. Brandon Cooks, Jordan Poyer, and Johnny Hecker. Honor I want to say you. I want to say you. No, Oregon State. Jesus. Cleaned Dude, up on the last can't. round, boys. You can't you, you can't throw a fucking former Rams my way. So Johnny Hecker, I don't know where Johnny Hecker's punting right now. That's my only if problem. At all. Or, well, no, he has um, Poirier's with the Bills. First one was Wait. who? Brandon Cooks. Is with the Cowboys. Um, I feel like Johnny yep. Hecker is actually no, no sorry. Carolina. 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 I was gonna say uh 
the Chargers, it's but Carolina. then I was thinking of the former Packers kicker is currently kicking for the Chargers. Mm. So. Well, I was going with players that everyone might have known, so <laughs> obviously. Hey, it was a good mix, I feel like, because there were happiers I did not fucking know, but we got a good mix in here of people we uh, got right away and people we didn't know at all, so nice job. To be fair, you guys didn't have to well, take a shot a second. any of mine. You guys, you guys didn't have to, have to take a shot on any of mine. Did you? No. You guys got them all. We should have know. with the one that you gave us the wrong fucking color. Well, because hints don't yeah. count, right? If you gave yeah. us a hint, we don't necessarily. But you guys, you guys missed that one. So you guys do owe a shot for that one. I owe one. And That's a what half. I'm saying. So I will do one right now. I'll do a half right now. I'll do one later. I just did one now, and I'll do another one throughout the rest of the podcast. Okay. I'll, that was a fun I'll game. I think one five might have been five. Five. I think been much. it's just tough because it's like it's either impossible without a hint or someone's gonna find out. Or you guys are good though. I, think well, I, just hate, I just hate how knowledgeable Travis is of college football players. <laughs> I mean, card collector over there, he got one because he had a fucking, I have an auto Sanford card. So, yeah, I really didn't think you guys would know where Dalton Schultz went to college. And then Travis was like, fucking Stanford. And yeah. I was like, okay. I'm well, very good on college, on yeah. professional college, especially basketball. You know what we should do next know, time? Basketball? Surprisingly. You know, know what would be, you know, what would be tough is, um, We'd have to, we'd have to, I've seen this on TikTok. We'd have to kind of work it a little bit, but doing something with what round players were drafted in. Um, So something like that. Now it doesn't necessarily have to be like, I give you a player and you name the round. I've seen a TikTok. I'll have to go look at it, but it it was fun to watch. So we might have to do something like that. I mean, this game was classic. This game was classic dudes just sitting around naming where guys went to college. Oh, you know what it was? You know what it was before you say something, Travis, is it was, they had to name the last player or the last running back on each team to be drafted in the second round. And that, and it was actually yes. super entertaining because it was like, it, it was, it was easy and tough at the same time. They got through like 20 teams and then it was like, no tough. Was it, was it BDGE? That TikTok account. No, I don't about? know. I, I, if, anyway. if, I don't know if that's the name of their account, but it's the, like the four dudes who sit around and they do different. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's them. Okay. Yeah. So either Travis way, uh Dana Beer's TikTok about they were at the tailgate and this kid comes up and he goes, I could name any single oh, yeah. person. You name the you name the person, they'll tell you where they went to college. The dude goes every time he named he didn't get one. He goes, I love how yeah. confident you are. Yeah. He amazing. didn't get a single fucking person. Bro, that is oh, that's hilarious. All right. The confidence though. The confidence. Let's roll into head coach hot seat in the NFL. We're going to kick this off by starting about Robert Sala and the New York Jets, because I don't think that Robert Sala is getting enough hate. This dude is dismantling the team. You go away from Zach Wilson. You go to Tim Boyle, which we all knew was going to be horrible. I think everyone but him knew. By the way. Everyone but him knew was going to be terrible. And now you want to backtrack and go back to Zach Wilson. He has mismanaged his team so much, you cannot even give Zach Wilson hate anymore. I don't care what you say. We, we also, they, I was just saying, we also did, might just want to bring in Brock Osweiler while we're at it because they're bringing in all of those Broncos starters who just couldn't do fucking anything. They brought yeah, in somebody else. Brett Rippin, yep. Yep. yep, yep. I mean. Paxton Lynch, might as well bring him in. So yeah. Travis said it, I think, a uh, handful of episodes ago that defensive-minded head coaches do not work in the NFL. 
let's think about all the teams that are great right now. Outside of John Harbaugh, which, who is a defensive-minded head coach that's like killing it right now? Is Mike Tomlin a defensive-minded head coach? But at this point, I is guess he, it doesn't really matter because he, he's been doing it forever. Is, so is he killing it? Is he killing it? No. Well, maybe not this he's year, but the dude is the dude is a Hall of Fame coach. So for sure, yeah. But because he coached, I hear you through because the mid 2000s lot, Yeah, I was gonna say a lot of his career was the freaking Smash Mouth football where you could freaking just take your helmet off and smack someone with it. Think uh, about Mike 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 Vrabel. Bill Belichick, um, they're failing. One defensive, one defensive yeah. mind head coach, Matt Patricia, D'Amico Ryan's, D'Amico Ryan's is doing well in Houston, yep. uh, with a, a a less than stellar roster in my opinion. When fucking Nico Collins is your wide receiver one, I mean, so I I, I think Robert Sala is going to get another year because Aaron Rodgers is going to come back next year. Um, that's the only reason why he's going to stay. Because I think if they fired Robert Sala, Rogers would be like, "Fuck it, I'm out. I'm done. Whatever. I'm gone." Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know if play. I don't know if Rogers has a big enough tie to Robert Sala to care. To be honest, he just he, Rogers from what I've in my Packers but, fandom and seeing where he's gone, he cares a lot about himself and he cares a lot about the people he brings in, which is Nathaniel Hackett, all those. But guys. I think. Yeah, I think the reason I think the reasoning that he hasn't been fired yet, Robert Sala say, is that he had projected going into this year with Aaron Rodgers, and now they don't ha- he doesn't have him. So they're like, okay, yeah. we'll try to give you right that yep. year with him before you get fired. With that being said, there are odds for coaches being fired. I have the top seven. We're okay. gonna play some fucking family feud. As to <laughs> who they are, and so rank me need to guess. You need to have to guess, and you have to okay. guess where they are at. They they all go in chronological order, or they're all. Can we not try the to same before odds. you the give last us three like, are the same odds? Before you give us the coaches, can we try to guess who the seven coaches are? Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's what we're the, doing. That's the thing. You're okay. guessing them all. Okay, yeah, perfect. So, um, well, for starters, Ron Rivera, got to be on yeah. the list. Where at in the top seven? Uh, number two, maybe one or two, two or three. I would think let's, let's go, let's go two because we had one, two and three. So two, yeah. he's, he is third at plus 600. <sighs> okay. okay. So Robert, so, I mean, a good uh, base Ron, Ron, Ron Rivera, um, Brandon Staley and Staley. I'm going, he four. two, he's two, he's two. two. He is number one at 250. <laughs> fair. Plus okay. 250. That is totally fair odds. <laughs> um, Ethan, you want to go next? Because I have Matt Eberflus. Matt Eberflus is on the list. Probably lower. He's not one. Yeah, maybe five. like well, number one, Staley. One's already taken. It's either two or four oh. or five. Let's go. Let's go five. I like that. He is number two at plus four fifty. Oh, wow. We are you over got, uh, four on, on picking odds, or over three on picking odds. Top three. So there are there's there's number four, and then five, six, seven are all. To have the same odds tied. Okay. Um, Dennis Allen. Not on the list. Oh wow. Um shit. So there's strike, um, there's there's strike one. As much as and we can talk about this a little bit too if we want to. We don't have to. Bill Belichick's gotta be on the list. Not on the list. Wow. Wow. He's I, not gonna be fired. He well, he, that's he, what like, I'm saying. I, like I, and that's why I'm too. surprised he's not on the All list. Right, time out, like, time out. Let's think about this. Let's think about this not, rational Ethan. Year. Right, we got two strikes. Uh, it's got to be Tam- it's got to be Tampa Bay's coach. 
I don't know. I don't know. Hold no, on, you hold think on. they're really going to fire Todd Bowles three years into his in his tenure? I mean, that's year three is the year usually the year that you, you cut people out. Um, I mean, maybe uh, I guess. Is um, is what about what about Vrabel? Why don't we just Why don't we just go with Todd Bowles? He's got to be on there. Todd Bowles is last on the list. He is on there. Okay. Okay. Twelve hundred. So Vrabel's got three left. I think I I I think Vrabel's on there, Ethan. Let's ride with it then. Vrabel is also last on the list at plus twelve hundred. So yeah, two more. What are the odds on those? Were they ranked at? Plus 700 and plus 1,200. I got to look at NFL teams really fast. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, I'm on ESPN right now looking at the just at the divisions. Standing. You guys are missing. Um, Mike McDaniel, no. Sean I'm going to give you a layup. Not. I'm going to give you a layup and let you. You're not going to run no, through all the head coaches, first of all. I'm going to give you a layup uh, and say it's what fucking started this conversation. Oh, I guess we never did say Robert Sala. We're stupid. Yeah. Yeah, he is plus seven hundred. So you have the fucking plus twelve hundred last one. You're not going to run through all of them. Look at the fucking roster and tell me. It's not. It's not Matt Wright. Oh, he already got fired. I'm stupid. Um, I mean this. This may be a wild ass guess. Is is it? it No, it's not Zach Taylor. Is it a Mike Dayball? No Mike way Dayball. with all their injuries. Or it's probably not Mike Dayball. Who Dayball with the fucking name Giants? Mike? I don't think it is. Brian I think Dayball. I just fucking said that. Brian, Brian Dayball. Brian, Brian Dayball. Brian I don't Dayball. think it is though. They've had a lot of injuries. All right, you guys so. gonna have to make a guess. You can't guess nine hundred head coaches. We can guess thirty-two. It's, it's Dayball. <laughs> it's Dayball. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. It's gotta be Dayball. <laughs> don't tell me who it is. I, it I want to take one more guess. I want to take okay. one more guess. And then we can we can move on. Is right, it, if you get it wrong, you're taking a shot since you get one more. That's guess. fine. That's fine. Go. I, well, I, I'm going through the fucking teams really fast. It is. Is He's it? <laughs> Don't fucking make fun of me. Oh um, my god. Who the fuck is? Nope. I just I just gotta go with that. Isn't it's then. McDermott? Um, is it Arthur Smith? And I know they're in first, but is it Arthur Smith? Take a shot. It is Kevin O'Connell. Wow. Really? And, and, and fucking that, that, awesome. that blows my mind. That blows my mind. Fifth on the list. Yeah. I would, I wouldn't, wouldn't have guessed it. Obviously yeah. I didn't. So I will take my other shot with you then, since I have to take one. All right. So while they're pouring their shots, we are 50 ish minutes into this thing. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. Go ahead. We're talking about NFL MVP. I think Travis wanted to spearhead a lot of this conversation, but I tried to go on the futures on Bavada two days ago and bet Tyreek Hill because I full heartedly believe that he should be in the MVP conversation. If he gets 2,000 yards, there's no reason he shouldn't get it. If he gets 2,000 yards, it should be a lock. Because if it's like Lamar Jackson is not having that fantastic of a year, in my opinion, it's more their defense. Same so thing with the odds for this for you guys, too. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just going to go in order. I'm not going to list their odds. That's a lot. 
Brock Purdy is number one right now. Tied for second is Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott. Third is Tua. Fourth is Lamar. Fifth is Patrick Mahomes. And tied for sixth is Tyreek and Christian McCaffrey. Let's please rename this award best quarterback for the top five team in the NFL. Yeah. Brock Purdy is such a fucking joke. He's number one. The only one not on this list that is in the top team is Jared Goff for obvious reasons. And let's also not, and we've we've talked about this many times in the past, but we're going to keep hammering it. The meaning of this award gets lost in translation so much. It is the most valuable player to that team. When you take that player off that team, they are not what they are. You take Brock Purdy off of the 49ers, and we've already seen it. They're still the 49ers. They're still a good team. Yeah. And that's that's what people I don't think understand is like with the 49ers, they they rotated through Garoppolo, um, whoever they had fucking before Garoppolo. I can't remember. Purdy, Trey Lance, fucking you name it, and they were still just as good as they've been. The most valuable player for the 49ers is his supporting cast because we saw what he was like those three weeks they lost. Without, without all, those, about all his weapons and, and everything they had on offense. Um, I could see an argument for Dak because he has been really impressive this year. And we have seen what that team is like without him. Bad. Yep. He's having a very good year. But without that, Tyreek being plus 1,600 when he is on pace to do something that we have never seen in the league before yep. seems silly. And then you add on top of that that he has had half of Tua's passing touchdowns this year. Well, I was about to say his touchdown total is is insane in itself. Like he's on pace for what, probably like sixteen or seventeen by the time it's all wrapped up. He has twelve. So you yeah. can bet him on DraftKings to be the touchdown, the receiving touchdown leader right now at minus one fifteen. He has fourteen. Mike Evans is behind him with twelve. Also, can we? And it's totally side conversation. I want to just touch on it for two seconds. Mike Evans is already a Hall of Famer. The, the fact oh, that he God. has started his career. 10 straight seasons with a thousand yards is mind blowing on, on dog shit teams. He is, he is balled out through 10 years. The fact I that I him got him in the eighth and ninth round in both fantasy leagues this year is hilarious. It's insane. It's insane. He doesn't get he credit is, because of the teams that he's on, but he is, a, he is an insane wide receiver. Yeah. So, so to put it, to put it in perspective, what Tyreek Hill has done or is doing, he's at 13 touchdowns. You said Travis 12, 14, Sorry. Oh, no, 14. he's at 14. Oh, he's at 14? 14. No, 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 I'm sorry, 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 sorry. I'm an idiot. Backtrack. He's at... <laughs> he's got to be at 12. Pretty sure he has 12. Hang on. Now I'm fucking myself up. But he's got over 1,400 yeah, yards. Yeah, he's at 12 touchdowns. Mike Evans is behind him at 10. That's what it was. Okay. So the if we're looking at the last 10 years... The highest receiving touchdown total was 17. You're telling me these last five weeks he's not going to get five touchdowns? My thing is, though, is even if he doesn't and he still gets to 2,000 yards, it shouldn't matter. I mean, I I said this at the beginning of the season. You guys can go back and listen to previous episodes. The reason I was so high on Tyreek Hill when we were doing our division previews is because he said preseason, I'm going to get 2,000 yards and then I'm going to retire. And he is holding up to that word for word and i have no doubts that he will get to 2000 yards this season like i he's doing everything he needs to do he's the 
one of the best, if not the best route runners this year. He's the best in space. He has the best acceleration. He's one of the best deep threat receivers at what, 5'10", 5'11", that we've seen in this league. And he's carry, not carrying, I guess, because the Dolphins have a very good team around him. But he is doing quite a bit on that offense to put the Dolphins at a position to not only win their division, but potentially be a number one seed in the AFC. A very tough AFC, might I add. Okay, so yeah, there's only been two. He's doing. There's only <clears> been <throat> two players that, was, that have recorded twenty plus: Randy Moss and Jerry Rice. Do you think in these last five games he can get fucking to twenty? Yeah. He, no, he won't get eight touchdowns in the last five games, especially if they lock up a seed Division. going into the last week. He's not gonna yep. get brought out but there. The but two- I think the goal on mine is two thousand, and he's gonna get there. I think so wholeheartedly even if they were to rest him a game i think you could still get there yeah. he's only like 500 something yards away he's like five if he does that yards if he away. does it in 16 games then there's really no argument because he did it in a season that would have happened what three four years ago which is just so insane. here's so here's my thing that everyone's overlooking and i, I don't want to be like a dolphins humping podcast the the two touchdowns he had last week were big deep bombs Tua got the ball out in under two, 2.25 seconds on both of those. Both times he threw the ball before the route was even completed. So that's also credit to Tua. But that's just going to show, like, if you – fuck it, Tyreek's down there somewhere. Like, he's going to catch it. Especially <laughs> yeah, that one where he's open. open. I mean, yeah. his, his, like, separation ability is unbelievable. Like the only time we've ever seen, like Calvin Johnson didn't even do that. Calvin Johnson could just catch a ball over eight people. Um, but his, how fast he is is insane, which leads me to something that I wanted to ask you guys. And I saw it on TikTok. It was take $1 million or you have the chance to get $10 million. You're racing against Tyreek Hill in a hundred yard dash, but you get a five second head start. I'm taking I'll take my I'm million and I'll fucking I'll walk away. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Five seconds. I'm going to be. At I the guess you'll be over halfway there. Yeah, that's a good point. Honey oh, Ardash. Honey Ardash. Yeah. I can even at my, even at my current Three, ten stature, million. even at my current stature, knowing how fast I was in high school and college. And I just played. I just played adult league softball this fall and how fast I saw myself on the base pads. You give me a five second head start. I'm going to cross the finish line before Tyreek Hill gets seven seconds into his, into his uh, sprint. So what? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think I can run a hundred yard dash currently in 12 seconds. So if you give, and he's not running it in seven. So 12, that's I'm pretty quick. 12 is quick. 12 is quick. Yeah. I was running in high school. I was running a hundred yard dash in like 11. So well, I got okay. Meters, 13, 13. Let's give me 13 yeah. then. Cause I was, I, I timed, I ran the hundred yard dash a few times my senior year in track and it was like right at like 11, 11, one. I think I could get it in 13. Now that's being generous. I could probably get it under that. I don't think he's running it in eight seconds. So, well, I guess, I guess the good point is to even bring up is um, even if you got it in 14, he'd still have to run it in nine seconds. Yeah. Like, to, to to match you, yeah, and that's not you're right. right. I could get that's, a five second head record. start at a. I think, I, I think the pressure would would get me. <laughs> the, pre, the, the also would get me. The addition onto this TikTok was you get ten tries. 
Oh, yeah. Well, then, how how spread out are the ten tries? Because I get two tries in, and my fat he's going to get tired too. <laughs> That's true. But anyway, like we're saying, like the MVP, MVP conversation to Travis's point, it's going to be a quarterback award. I think you you said Brock Purdy. I think the same thing could be said about Tua, like in the system he's in, the and and the talent he has around him. Eh, I don't um, know though because Brock Purdy literally only think, throws screen press screen passes and bubble pass. I that's it. Don't think this. You put Brock Purdy on the Dolphins, they are not nine and three. They are currently four and five with Brock Purdy. I want to oh, throw wow. that out there right now. Not because so the they, Dolphins are bad, but because I think so Brock really, Purdy is way they just forfeited two games. <laughs> yeah. No, I so just think, you think Brock Purdy is is way overrated. I really do. So you th- you think two has got a good deep ball, is is what you're saying. No, I, he, he has a pa- he has the ability sh- to fit a pass into the scene in routes, window. the hitch routes. Where it needs to be, his deep ball is bad. Yeah. But okay. My, be, I might have been a little. But you're not. No, no you're, you're not wrong though, because like, he's still not. No, he, like, to Travis's point, like Tua can Tua can fit passes into a tight, tight window in a very. He's a, a very, very tight quick window. release, and he he does have a fast ball. Like he can throw. Yeah. It. He can fit a ball in a tight window. Yeah. That being yeah. said, I would not be mad if Dak won it. No, I, I wouldn't either. either. That would be the only quarterback currently that I think would deserve it as opposed to every other quarterback on the list. I, From what I remember, I do think Dak has a tough schedule. Yeah, he, they have Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions, and then Commanders in the year. Two, two of those defenses, game. though, are dog shit. The Bills defense this year, horrible. The Lions defense huh. has proven to be bad down the stretch. So, the yes, good teams. has been suspicious because... Yeah. Well, they've gotten so many injuries. injuries. They've lost Matt Milano. Um, Do they still have Micah Hyde? Am I making that name up? He got, he, 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 that's what I mean. But he's hurt, right? Yeah. So they've lost a Dolphins game. Good. Did did Poyer get hurt as well? No, Poyer's still playing, but he's trash. Uh, When you look at the Niners, they got Seahawks, Cardinals. Ravens, Commanders, Rams. And as far as the Seahawks go, the one thing that is going well for them is their secondary. They have one of the better secondaries. And the Ravens and the Rams. I'm just saying, it, I think it'd be worth it because I tried to do it the other day. And like, because I have a, I have an MVP ticket for Tua. I don't think, I don't think that's going to cash. I do have one for us winning the division. I think that's obviously going to cash. I was going to try to like place one on Tyreek Hill as a flyer because I think that if if it gets down to it, if he gets two thousand yards and Purdy it's a good bet, <clears throat> it's a good bet he should get it, but he won't. Yeah, we all know that. Because like like like, like 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 I said in the group chat, he's minus three hundred to win Offensive Player of the Year over yeah. Christian McCaffrey, who's plus two twenty five. Yeah. Like, what fucking sense does that make to me? In my opinion, also, so you're gonna give. The best offensive player of the year to Tyree Kill, but not give him the MVP when the rest of the right. fucking players are offensive players. <laughs> also, does an offensive player does does a quarterback ever win offensive player of the year? That's the thing we should start looking at too. Like they just need to make an award just for quarterbacks. Yeah, and then because they typically MVP don't know. for everyone. MVP is typically a quarterback, and then offensive player of the year is typically a position player or a skill player. Like that's that's just what we've and it's, seen, and it's the um, same thing in college in college football. Same thing in college football. They have all these awards for, for positions. I need a million dollars. I'm suing the NFL awards committee. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also would just like to make it known very quickly that Jordan Love per FanDuel is 11th 
on the MVP list in terms of odds. Which okay, is wild. He's playing. I'm not saying he's winning. Football. I'm just saying it's wild. I wouldn't have I'd, guessed he was top twenty. So I also had to stupid. get my dog earlier because he was about to attack a unicorn in the backyard. <laughs> I I mean that's that's fiction. Him being eleventh on the list. It's facts. Ethan, I, I will say last week. Last week, I do have to backtrack when you said that the Packers make the playoffs and win a game, and I said they make the playoffs and not win a game. I think they have the chance. I wasn't to win opposed to him to winning. Win. I wasn't opposed to them winning. All they got to do is just good. keep playing like they're playing. Like he, if they keep playing like looked, they're playing. Then he has looked phenomenal. I'll give it that. Yeah, like his his stats are now identical to Patrick Mahomes. So the fact that he has now fallen off the top three in MVP voting is very justified. God. Yeah. Thank God. Now you have to go out. Now the Packers have to go out and help. They they could use help everywhere, but they definitely need help on the offensive side of the ball for sure. They just they just yeah. signed Kenyon Drake, known Miami. Oh, baby. Fuck. yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. He's good for about eight carries for nine yards. <laughs> um, the problem is is that we're I'm gonna get really high on the Packers, and then they're gonna lose to the Giants this week on Monday Night Football. Like it, it's just gonna happen. Speaking so. of. Put a pin in that. We'll talk about that after the podcast. Um, We're rolling to this before we, because it's not going to be a long conversation because I have to pee and grab a drink. Um, Army Navy this weekend. Jared didn't do much research into it. Ethan, I don't know if you did. Um, The only game going on, it's a historical game. Oddly enough, I feel, did we, did Mizzou not play Army last year in a bowl game? It was a couple of years ago. Last Last year it was Wake Forest. So I'm assuming that neither of these teams can make a bowl game, even though this is their bowl eligibility game for both of them. Right. Cause they're both five and six. Yeah. But they have all the bowl games announced already. Correct. Yep. So I assuming they're not going to make one, but regardless, did they, did they, did they get rid of the armed forces bowl then? No, it's one still of these exists. Should... Oh, it's air force, air force, air force, yep. is in air force. Yep. So the, the, the best Naval Academy, the best military Academy goes to the armed go. forces. Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So, when does the go. Space Force get in? Listen to this. <laughs> I could play. Um, the stats are, so it is, Army is two and a half point favorite, and this is, total sets a new low at 27 and a half points. They're both five and six. 123rd and 124th in scoring offense. 54th and 55th in scoring defense. So on paper, very even. The underdog in this matchup has won outright only four times since I was born. If that fucking wants to tell you anything. Navy averaging just over eight points scored in the first half all year long. They're known to be slow starters. Army averages 13 points in the first half. Seems to take them a little less time to get going. I have two bets in this that I might take both. It is Army minus one and a half in the first half. Army's first half team total of over seven and a half at plus one hundred five. Yeah, I right. actually, I actually like that first half team total because I was about to say Army, and I, I get it right. This bowl is typically low scoring, and the defenses are very similar to each other. But Army's put up some points this year. Like if you look at their games that they've played and the teams that they've played, they just beat Coastal Carolina and they put up that amount of points themselves. They won twenty eight twenty one last week against Coastal Carolina. So if you're telling me they can't put up that amount of points, and especially in the first half to put up a touchdown and a field goal, I, I would be shocked. Um, I do think they're the better team 
So I think that both of those bets could, you could almost, you can't parlay those. I might just ladder it all. Yeah. Army first half, army game, army team total first half, army team total second half. Because their second (laughs) half team total is only six and a half. Yeah. Because I just, I mean, if you look at Navy's schedule, they let up 59 to SMU. Uh, well, that's ECU, great offense, though. But yes, they beat ECU ten nothing, which ECU's garbage. The UAB thirty one to six. UAB's garbage this year. Let up thirty two to Temple, and they let up seventeen to Air Force. So, I don't know about full game, Travis, but I do like the first half. Means there. I'll probably just just to have a stake in it. I'm just going to ride Army all over. Um, and if they have a bad game, they have a bad game. But like I said, underdogs winning outright. I know two and a half. I don't. I don't foresee these teams going neck and neck to where it's less than two and a half. Um, but underdogs have only won outright four times in twenty eight years. <laughs> Army's hot too. Wow. One three in a row. One three in a row. Air Force, yeah. Holy Cross, and, and Coastal. Those are outside of Holy Cross. Air Force and Coastal are, are good teams. We know Air Force is nine and three. So, I mean, yeah, I will say. Yeah. This game like is at it. Gillette, too. It is at Gillette. Usually it's at the link, isn't it? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. But I guess, I guess Philly plays at home probably on Sunday. So and it's going to be about, yeah, it's it's gonna be about mid 40s. So not bad weather. Oh, yeah. Prime weather. Yep. Prime weather. All right. Just wanted to touch on that. And uh, we'll roll into our NFL picks here in a second. All right, we're rolling into our NFL picks. No college picks this week outside of what we just talked about because there are no college games. Um, we'll cover so we're gonna cover bowl games week by week as players start to kind of drop out. We'll see, kind of get a gauge. We don't want to go full bowl bowl just yet. It is early. So NFL kind of been our one. I hate and not really been shining star because we are down two and a half units on the year, but and there's a lot of uh, time to get back up and going because we've been been doing solid lately. So, who wants to kick it off? I'll go because I have I have two different picks on Thursday night. I'll let you guys decide which ones which one you think is the better pick. So, Second on the shit bowl, I love it. Yep, yep. So I got I got two different picks on Thursday night. So, and you guys, this is like, I want you guys to decide which ones you're like, hey, I like that one better than the other one. That's going to be my pick, official like card pick. First one is Pittsburgh minus six over the Pats. Pats are a league worst two and 10 against the spread. Um, it's in Pittsburgh. doesn't help out New England at all. They have a quarterback crisis. So that's my first pick in that game. The second one I like is New England under 11 and a half. Since they benched Mac Jones, they have scored 13 points in the last three games combined. Well, I know they've lost their last three games and they haven't let up more than 10. Right. So I hate the Pittsburgh pick. Um, I don't know, even with Kenny Pickett, that they score, that they cover this spread. Uh, it's going to be a weird game. So. I, I could see it being a boring game, but then like part of me is like, oh, prime, now primetime games apparently have been popping off. But <laughs> New England just lost six to nothing to the Chargers. And if you mean to tell me that the Chargers have a worse offense than the Steelers right now, I'd call you a liar. So 
I don't. I, I don't, don't hate the. Uh, I don't the hate Pittsburgh, their under or the the my God the Patriots. There's so many P names. The Patriots under eleven and a half. I think is what I would lean. And then game total under, even though it's so fucking low, also is it a terrible bet? But what is it? Is it thirty or it's is it thirty and 30, a half? Thirty and a half. I know that's super low, but like I, I think if we were going to lean it under, I think the Patriots team total under just because if, again, if they've scored 13 points in three games, they've lost three games in a row and they haven't allowed more than 10 points in any of those games. And they've lost every game, which is just insane to think about in itself. Yeah. Like you said, they've all, I mean, they scored 13 points in their last three Three games. Oodle. Yeah. Total. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Taking under an 11 and a half is fucking it's insane. tough. This ain't Michigan <laughs> versus versus the Big Ten, but or Iowa. I, I but I, I do not hate it. I think game total is probably safer, but also at the same time, well, we've I mean, seen my, the last two well, primetime games. Might as well game and, total than anything. I don't think the Pittsburgh can cover the spread. True. Because this could be like a under 30 10 and a half. 7 game. It's going to be gross. Because, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. Okay. So we're doing under 30 and a half for the Pats team total. I mean, they've scored 13 points in three weeks. And they have been 11 (laughs) and a half here. Staring me in the fucking face. That's a touchdown and a field goal and you still hit it. What does Pittsburgh's defense look like the last few weeks? They have let up. 24, 10, and 13. To who? The Cardinals, the Bengals, and the Browns. Was it the Bengals with Browning? Uh, No. Yes. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So they've allowed 24. Well, let's think about the skill players the Bengals have on offense, too. Well, yeah, versus- and and Browning also just put up 350 yards last week. Like the dude hasn't looked bad, but the the Cardinals games. This is also a big bounce back spot for them. Like I, the Cardinals games, weird to me. I think that's an anomaly. They still only let up 13 to the Browns when they had Deshaun Watson for half a game. So, and the skill put and they have still have Amari Cooper. Jerome Ford's been killer. They got fucking. I mean, who do the Patriots have? Zeke, Zeke, baby, he's gonna eat this week. Ramondre's out. Yeah, no, <laughs> I go under eleven and a half, not for anything yeah. crazy. Yeah, no, we'll keep yeah. it out there. But that, that was, Ethan? I had to pick up Thursday night, so I throw that there. I like that. Um, I have a Sunday at noon game. I actually technically have two Sunday at noon games. I think the other one's at three o five. I need to double check that. Either way, um, first one Sunday at noon. I have the Lions at the Bears game. Um. I'm hammering the over in this game. I'm not touching the spread, not because I don't like it, but 43 and a half, both of these defenses haven't shown themselves, and the Bears with Justin Fields have shown that they can put up points. I think that this is just going to be a shootout of a game. I think that the Lions, um, though I think that they win, are going to put up 30-plus points by themselves. I do think that they are going to surrender some points to Justin Fields and the Bears running around. DJ Moore's got over 1,000 yards on the season. They've got healthy guys on the uh, running back side of the ball with Dante Foreman now being healthy, Khalil Herbert being healthy, Roshan Johnson's healthy. So they have options. Um, 
I I think that this game is going to be a fun one to actually watch, which is weird for me to say, um, being a fan of the Packers and the NFC North. Um, over 43 and a half seems low. I like that. I uh, I was looking at that as well. Um, the Lions in their last five games have put up 33, 22, 31, 41, 26. Yeah. So they cover half that every game. And and the Bears with Justin Fields, as much as I hate to say it, have looked better than they have, obviously, with without him. So they put up more points, at least, on the offensive side of the ball. Well, their game two weeks ago hit 57 points. Yeah. So if that tells you anything, there you have it. I like it. My first one is the Jags at Browns. Uh, we saw what the Jags looked like last week. Their their secondary was rough. I think Joe Flacco in this Browns team adds a lot more, like, I don't know, like threat to the offense over DTR. Uh, he's not afraid to hear the ball out. He's not afraid to get picked off. We've seen that, obviously, last week. <laughs> but with that being said, C.J. Beathard is terrible, and this Browns defense is good because I don't think Trevor Lawrence is playing. Obviously, he's a high ankle sprain. Cleveland minus three is my pick here. And if and if for some reason Trevor Lawrence plays, we can backtrack on this pick. But yes, if if it's not yeah. and it's C.J. Beathard, I, I I love that pick. Yeah, I do too. I was eyeballing that one as well. Um, I mean, it's just tough. I mean, I think the Jags are frauds even with Trevor Lawrence, in my opinion. Their um, passing defense is horrendous. Yeah. And everyone's saying – don't get me started on that tangent. I'm, I've seen <laughs> Jags I, – I follow Jags fans on Twitter, and it's just fucking ridiculous. So, um, yeah, I, I don't have to pick at all. And, and almost kind of a must-win game for the Browns here. Yeah, for real. I mean, that that, that those last – those wild card seeds in the AFC are going to get fucking tight between the Colts, the Texans, the Browns, the Steelers – Lumping the Bills in there, I guess. The Broncos, like that that AFC wildcard race is going to get tight. Well, um, uh, in the most respectful way, I think that the Steelers finish 7-10. and 10. I don't think they're going to win a game for the rest of the season. They got so lucky the first half of the season with somehow winning games while outscoring or their opponents outgaining them in yardage. I think they're going to fall off the fucking hill here, especially without Kenny Pickett. Either way, I digress. You are correct. The AFC wildcard so picture is wild, but... So you're thinking they're going to lose the Pats on Thursday night? I think, fuck, they do play the Pats on Thursday night. Um, okay, well, yeah. then they're going to finish 8-9 and nine because they're not <laughs> a good football team. Okay. But the Pats are a so, worse football team. So I like Travis's pick. I like Ethan's pick, too. I also had a pick in the Lions-Bears game. I didn't want to give it out while Ethan was talking before Travis talked. I like the Lions minus 3.5. Because they are five and one against the spread on the road, they do not it's play well at home against the spread. It is a trap game, but what what incentive do the Bears have to win? Because they have the Panthers pick, which is probably number one overall. The more they win, they could have fucking two top three picks. I, that's that's my thing here. It's like the Lions are fighting for potentially what could be a one seed, depending on how that Cowboys. Eagles game plays out on Sunday night because then if, if, if the Cowboys, when you have three teams in there with three losses, 
and every team in there is vying for a one seed. I think the, I think the Lions have a, a smidge more to play for, plus the fact they're 5-1 against the spread on the road. Like You can't ignore that. So they're much better ATS on the road than they are at home. Um, what the weather's going to be like in, in Chicago on Sunday also scares me for the over. But, you know, I mean, because we're getting in December, you know, those winds kick in. 39 degrees. Okay. It'll be all right. What scares me for the Lions is that they – are kind of, and, and I've thought this for a few weeks. I think they're a little bit frauds. They they almost let the Saints come. They did let the Saints come back, and they had to struggle at the end of that game after being up twenty one nothing like seven minutes in. They only won by five to a bad, not a great Saints team. They lost to the Packers. They beat the Bears by five at home. They beat the Chargers by three. Like, just something about this. And then the, the last time they had a big game, the Lions, when they played the Ravens, they got the fucking doors blown off of them. All right. I think this is I a game it. where a lot of people take the Lions. I deleted it. I deleted it. Another five months spread. Because I, <laughs> I, I, I saw I it too, and I'm like, this is such a fucking square pick to take. And I didn't, and I didn't include it. I will say, though, I because now I they'll come it. out and win 40 to 10. If If it, I don't know why the that in. point bugs me, <laughs> but if if it gets down to minus three, I will hammer this even even to push. Like I I feel like that 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 field goal difference for some reason is what's kind of keeping me away from it. But you're right. I the the Lions have way more to play for. Um, the Bears have a whole lot more to lose for. The problem is is Justin Fields is fighting for his job and Matt Eberflus is fighting for his say, job. They're all so that's that's the, the scary day. part for me too. They're all athletes. They're all competitive. Nobody wants to lose the game. Well, right. They yeah, already probably yeah. have the number one pick locked up. So, like, what's the difference between what two to five, two to six? Yeah. True. But I do hear you. I, I do think the Lions have way more to play for. I just think that the Bears also have a lot to lose. You guys convince me. You don't talk about it. Ethan's <laughs> Ethan's over is a better pick than mine. It is what it is. Uh, all right. All right, let me jump into my Bye. next one. Oh, is it you? Okay. It is. Yep, it is. Um, which is okay, because I only have three this week. So um, my next one is the Texans at the Jets. Um, the Texans are on the road in the Meadowlands. I don't care. The spread is minus three. The Jets, no offense to, to Zach Wilson Ethan. and everything that's going on. Nope. It's not his fault. I don't care if it's a trap game. Um, a three-point spread with the way the Texans have been playing. I love the Texans minus three here. I love it. Ethan, Ethan, Ethan. I want to hear Ethan, why. Ethan. I want to hear why you don't Ethan. like it. Well, I have a pick in this game also, so let's hear what Jared has to say. I like Jets money line. Zach Wilson come back in the lineup. I think I think they're playing good football with, with Zach Wilson playing. This defense is next fucking level. Like I don't think everyone understands like how much this defense is going to rally around having Zach Wilson back in the lineup because Aaron Rodgers backs him. Go look at the games that Houston's played. They are fucking barely winning games against not great competition. Everyone's pumping up Houston because D'Amico Ryan's coach of the year. They beat Denver by five. They lost to Jacksonville. They beat Arizona by five. They beat Cincy by three. Tampa Bay by two in in their last five games. Zach Wilson, though, doesn't even want to play because of how dog shit his offensive line is. The dude knows he's not going to be with the Jets next year, so he wants to preserve himself. 
to have a fighting chance at playing for a team next I don't, year. I, I think you're reading way too much into that there. I would never bet Houston. I will not allow it on this card. Houston minus three. I, will, I just won't do it. <laughs> I will not right. allow it on this well, card. Well, we'll toss that out and we'll go with my pick. Okay. Unless Jared doesn't like it. It is Houston's team total over 19 and a half. Nope. At, e- at even money. They have hit this team total in all of their last five games. The Jets have allowed it in three of their last five games. The only ones they haven't allowed it to was an Arthur Smith-led Falcons team and the, the Las Vegas Raiders. They let up 34 to the Dolphins, 32 to the Bills, and 27 to the Chargers. Yeah, because I think you also might be reading a little bit too much into that Jets defense, too, and who they've played recently. Aiden no, O'Connell I'm... and the Raiders. Arthur Smith and the Falcons and Desmond Ritter, who can't even fucking find his wide receivers. Okay. <laughs> when the Jets win this game, I want you guys to clip this and come back to it. That's fine, but they might win oh, they can win one. They can win 20, 21-20. I just think it's best to not put one on the card in this one because we all disagree. Because I think I think Houston's massive overrated. No, we all disagree. You disagree. <laughs> I'm would not Travis, saying would, they win. Travis, would Travis, I would say, would, I would say, would you, would you bet on Houston minus three in this game? Well, I didn't have them on my card. I had their team total, which is why I liked it more. I'm asking you a question. Would you bet on Houston minus three well, in this game? That's why we threw it out, though. Um, <clears throat> I don't know about the minus three because now it's at the minus three and a half, but I do think they win. Okay, fair enough. I'm the Jets money line. And I'm gonna fucking route laughing y'all faces. And you can do. I will allow you to do that next week. If if the Jets win this game, you can call me out. I will. You know what? I'm gonna say it here live. I will do a punishment if the Jets. Maybe both of you guys on punishment because you guys are both so heavy on this. Whoever wins, <laughs> whoever loses. It's got to do something. All right. I'm, I'm all right. If the fucking virtual down. shake right Ooh. here. There we go. <laughs> here we go. Because this game is on Sunday. And leading up to what we were going to talk about after the podcast, both of our teams play on Monday. We can Ooh. do it then. Ooh. Yeah. Both we of our teams something. do play on Monday. We'll talk about it off the podcast. We'll put it I on love Twitter, that. whatever happens. I love that. Okay. All right. All right. Jared, go I ahead. We, I I think I think we're all tossing the game out. Uh, is it You're me again? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, because I, I I I have I have three more picks. Um, Jesus, I only had <laughs> I only had five total. Uh, in a, go ahead. in a full card. Denver at the Chargers. I like the under forty four. This under is hit in combined for these two teams in eight of their last ten matchups. It's a divisional game post November. Usually divisional games post November, the the unders are like hitting at like a sixty five percent clip. Um, I think we just saw what the Chargers were unable to do against the Pats last week. They won fucking six nothing. I think Denver has a little bit, little bit better team. It's in um, L A, which I guess bodes well for them. But I, I like the under forty four here. Let Let's be real. It doesn't matter if it's in L A. It's still not a home game for the Chargers. Hmm. I'll talk more about the weather. If it wasn't Denver, it'd be more Fair, inclining. Yeah. But yeah, I don't hate this. I I will say I won't be surprised if somehow the Chargers win this game convincingly, but the under still hits. 
Um, I the Denver had a great run, but I still am not convinced that they are a good team. We know that the Chargers at this point are not a good team, but I think that they have the better. I don't. I don't even know, man. I don't even know if I can say they have the better offense at this point. Um, yeah. But, but I do think they win this game. But I do think the under hits. I think it is a very low scoring game. So I don't. I don't hate that. All right. Travis is pondering his life and death decision. No, I'm just thinking. I like the pick. <laughs> All right, Travis, you go ahead with your next one then, because I only got one more. So, okay, my next one is a Monday night pick that we could all cheer for together. It is Packers at Giants. Not touching the spread. My name is Travi Team Totals for a reason, and I am going with the <laughs> Packers over 20 and a half points over the Giants. Easy that. money. Yep. Easy money. Here we go. And if it's not, we can all yell at it together because if they don't score yep. 20 points, they're not winning this game. I'll call that right now. Ooh. Or 21, I guess, whatever. But either way, if they don't score 21 points, they're not winning this game. Okay. I like that. I think that I was like a pretty it. easy one. That, that might be a two-unit at least. Yeah. So. so Ethan has only got one more. I got two more. Yeah. I'll throw one you out there. You go ahead. Then Jared. Sunday, Sunday night, Philly and Dallas. Going to be a fucking great-ass football game, in my opinion. I like the over of 50, uh, 52. Um, this over is hit in their last five matchups when they play each other. Um, and in their last each games, each team's last five games, it's hitting eight out of ten of their matchups. The over has. Um, everyone's always thinking NFC East defensive battle. I don't think the Eagles defense is as good as what everyone gives them credit for. Uh, and obviously we can see the 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 style of play that Dow- that Dallas is playing with right now. I think it's going to be a good old-fashioned shootout game. So I like the over 52 in uh, Eagles Dallas on Sunday night. So I'll tell you why I like that. And outside of everything that you just said, and it's because I think the Eagles at this point with their defense um, definitely have taken a step back. I don't want to necessarily touch on that because they definitely have taken a step back. But I think something that they still are strong with is stopping the run game. And I don't know if the statistics back that up, but that's just the eyeball test for me. And that's not something that the Cowboys focus on. Like we've seen Tony Pollard, Rico Dowdle. They're not the focal point of this offense. The focal point of this offense is Dak, CD lamb, even Brandon cooks getting into the mix of things. Uh, fucking Ferguson has been getting into the mix of things lately. If they can get their passing offense going, I don't necessarily worry about the Eagles being able to stop the run. And on the flip side of that, I think that the Eagles are able to move the ball well enough through the air with AJ Brown having a stellar season Devonta Smith right side by side with him. One, two punch have had a stellar season on the offensive side of the ball. Um, the Cowboys like they have been for most of the season are missing arguably their number one cornerback. Um, even though he was burnt toast, we don't get, we don't need to get into that um, previous seasons, but um, I, I think that this could be a very big offensive showdown in this matchup. So I, I like that a lot. I concur. <laughs> Travis is like, I'll just, I'll just ride with it. It, it is what it is. It is what it is. You go. All right. I have my last one. Um, it is the bills at the chiefs. Oh boy. This is the one that I told you. I couldn't remember if it was an afternoon game or a noon game. Is it an afternoon game? Is it a three? Perfect. Three twenty five game. Um, I, you guys might not like this pick and it's okay if we throw it off this card, but I like the bills money line. 
Um, I think that this is a a big like spot where it's a you better win this game. And I don't know if the Chiefs are there yet at the at the you better win this game stage at their point in the season. Um, I think the Bills have the better offense. I know their defense has struggled. Um, I don't know if Nick Bolton's back. And Nick Bolton, while it may not seem like a big thing, I think that is a big factor in this game specifically. Um, if Nick Bolton is back, that might change my opinion. But if he's not, I really like the Bills money line here. And they're like plus, I think it was one and a half on the spread. So on the road scares me just a tad. It does. I don't hate. And I thought about that as well. But for for our own selfish purposes, because Travis and I have talked about this for probably two days now, with the Dolphins in contention for the number one seed now, do we want? The Bills to lose, so we just lock up the division and get it over with. But because the, the Bills also turn around and play Dallas next week, um, or do we want them to beat Kansas City so we can get a further stranglehold on that on that one seed? Um, I don't hate this pick because these games are always such shootouts. It worries me with De- with Kansas City coming off a loss because we saw Kansas City come off a loss to Denver. And they turned around and, and like just fucking choked Miami out. Like they choked Miami out of the game. I think Miami is much more potent offense. I know it was a Germany game, which is which is a, which is an outlier. I just think when they come off of a of a loss, they don't lose. Well, two and in I was row. about to say, I I don't even remember. Like I I thought about this, but I didn't look into it. I don't know the last time that Kansas City's lost back to back games. I, I really yeah, don't. I don't know either. Um, they haven't this year. And per the last per the pattern, that last five. Win loss, win loss, win loss. So they do for a win. So that would yeah. be six, but yes. Um <laughs> I know, but I was just looking at their last five. So um, Sometimes. but yes. Um I I don't know why I just felt like it was a big game for the Bills, but the, the statistics are all against me. That's why I said I don't know if you'd like it, but it just, <laughs> it felt like a Bills win to me. I don't hate I'll it. do one around ra- I'll do one to round out our card, and I hope you guys love it because this is another bet that we can cheer for on Monday night if we're watching together. And it is the Dolphins Titans game. And it is going against the Titans number 22nd in the NFL pass defense. And it is Tyreek over one Oh four and a half to hit over the average he needs to get to 2000. We haven't, we haven't bet it since what week two week three. Yep. Yeah. I love it. We got, we got to come back to it because it's been hitting at a clip. Probably for the so past I'll, two three weeks. So <laughs> yeah. I'll just then I'll just I, I'll like that more than my last one because my last one was Dolphins minus 13 and a half, only because the numbers were there. Dolphins are four and one against the spread at home. Tennessee's one and five against the spread on the road. So they're terrible on the road. But I like I, I like Tyreek more. Yeah. Uh, beca- yeah for the Dolphins to cover 14, I think Tyreek has yeah. to hit this. Yeah, that exactly. Only yeah. Reason. Even if this yeah. was like 10 and a half, I don't know why I'd be more convinced. But yeah. But yeah, so no, here's right. I've kind of I've kind of been narrowing down the card uh, as you guys have been going. I've got the ten units allocated, and we it's a total of seven picks, and I'll roll it through you guys see if it's cool. Yep, uh, yeah. it is the Pats under eleven and a half for a unit on Thursday night. Okay, Lions Bears over forty three and a half for a unit and a half. Browns minus three for a unit and a half. The Broncos Chargers under 44 for a unit and a half. The Packers over 20 and a half for two units. Okay. 
Cowboys Eagles over 52 and a half for one unit. And then Tyreek's over 104 and a half for one and a half units. I like it. Roll with it. I'm cool with that. Yeah, roll with it. Put it out cool. tomorrow. Let the, there we go. let the people talk. Let the people talk. All right. Big weekend ahead. Um, that does it for this episode. Do we have any other uh, housekeeping notes? No. Mizzou got the number one corner in the transfer portal. The Cardinals are going to sign Yamamoto. <laughs> Probably not. Um, but if you're a St. Louis person or a Mizzou person, you are feeling pretty good right now about your situation. That's all I had to add. Go Blues. Yes, sir. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Peace.